1: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life.
2: No purchase necessary. BDW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
3: Recorded
4: in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts,
3: Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality.
1: Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. My name is Neil, and I don't care if Monday's blue, Tuesday's gray, and Wednesday too. Thursday, I don't care about you. It's Friday. I'm in love. And that is because it is Bloodsport Season 3. Thank you to The Cure for officially recognizing Triviality as your favorite trivia podcast. Please don't quote me on that because I don't think we have enough counsel uh, in our background to help uh, fight that if they come after us. But thank you, The Cure, for all the support. Today is going to be episode five of Bloodsport. Last week was our first international competition in Australia and New Zealand, and today we are going across the pond to the UK and Europe to meet competitors from Scotland, Ireland, the Netherlands, and Italy by way of the United States, which we'll explain in just a minute. Congratulations to Jay, Brian, Kylie, Matt, Eric, Jeannie, Frankie, and Mara for moving on. But today is all about the UK and Europe, and I'm excited to throw it to myself at the foot of the arena to join Ryan Myers in another competition of Bloodsport. Take it away, Neil. All right, it's time to enter the arena, and we are super excited to have our first pair of competitors from the UK slash Europe sector. And uh, starting with uh, our first competitor coming to us from Tipperary, Ireland, Paul Lawler. How are you, Paul? I'm good, lads. How are you? Long time no see, but good to see you. We're doing great over here. Uh, for anyone who maybe uh, hasn't heard your episode before, why don't you remind us a little bit about yourself and how you feel stepping into the Bloodsport arena for a bare-knuckled brawl?
0: Oh, I mean, I was nervous that time when I was doing the episode and I had, uh, you know, Jeff by my side. Um, now it's uh, a <laughs> free-for-all one-on-one with, with Willem. Don't know what way it's going to go, but look, I'm excited and nervous. Yeah. Um, a little bit about me. I'm a field service engineer, travel length and breadth of Ireland, uh, fixing medical device machines. Um, So busy, busy on the road all the time. Um, and I also have headphones on listening to either Triviality or some sort of trivia podcast or a, a d podcast or something. So, you know, got to get them in.
1: Well, we, we very much appreciate you being here. We hope that you won't need to access any of those medical devices for yourself uh, and, you know, shock yourself back awake or anything like that after your after your fight. But uh, we're, we're so happy to have you here to represent Ireland uh, in this UK and Europe sector. And uh, coming to us all the way from Groningen, Netherlands, I think I butchered that, but we'll see what he says. Uh, oh, our friend, oh, thank you. Our friend, Willem van Vendeloo, uh the original OG Dutch boy, the real Dutch boy is standing up right now. How are you, Willem? Oh.
5: I'm fine. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah,
1: how are you? Doing great. Uh, remind uh, folks at home uh, what you're up to over in the Netherlands.
5: Uh, well, like you said, I'm Willem. I'm from the Netherlands. I work in IT for the Dutch governments, for mostly for a project that has recently been cancelled. So I might be switching projects uh, pretty soon. Uh, those those talks are uh, are on their way now. So I might have a different kind of job in uh, in about a year. <laughs>
1: Well, we we hope it's a smooth transition, whatever it is, and uh, and that the government doesn't uh, I don't know put any I don't want to say hits out on you because we don't want the government listening to this, but this is blood sports. And hopefully, it'll be a fist fight.
5: <laughs> yeah, we'll see who wins the strong arm of the Dutch government or my weak my weak body. <laughs>
1: uh well we appreciate you being here Willem uh and paul but uh we need a host as we always do this is uh episode five so uh you've heard a lot of competitors come up to the arena and uh just get uh for lack of a better term their asses handed to them and it's because as our host will tell you it's not fun sport it's blood sport ryan myers thank you for joining us again for episode five uh, how are you feeling today muscles still lean and mean
4: uh, they're very sore and very tired for, I am just a feeble Midwestern American, but I'm doing my best.
1: Well, we're, we're happy to have you here. Uh, Kansas, uh, the finest hosts, uh, in person uh, that we could think of. So I'm just going to be quiet now. I'm just going to kind of go into the shadows here with the, the ring bell. I'm going to ring it right now and give it to Ryan to let this competition start.
4: All right, boys we are just keeping it simple for round one of blood we're saving the complicated formats for later we're just going to do a quick game of 12 questions across various categories to test your knowledge of things question number one which geographical region has long been debated and fought over by the nations of china pakistan and india led zeppelin fans may have a leg up on this question
0: john a blank here first thing that's come to me is taiwan um Yeah, no, I'll stick with it. It was was the first thing popped into my head, so I'll stick with it, Taiwan.
4: Go with your gut.
5: And Willem? Uh, Well, usually geography is my best subject, but I was kind of stuck until you mentioned the Led Zeppelin clue. That's when I locked in with Kashmir.
4: It is Kashmir, correct. Let's go to question number two. Let's go literary. What last name is shared by one of hard-boiled fiction's most famous detectives, and one of Shakespeare's contemporaries.
5: This is one name popping into my head.
4: <laughs> yeah,
0: same, same. I, I I have one, only one name in my head, and I'll, I'll lock it in.
5: Yeah. Yep.
4: All right, uh, Paul, what were you thinking? Tracy. And Willem?
1: I only wrote down Holmes.
4: Uh, it is Philip and Christopher Marlowe.
1: Great question.
4: Thank you. The Liam Neeson movie of the same name was highly mediocre. (laughs) I would Um, expect nothing less. Really, though. Uh, Number three. Which legend of stage and screen might be best remembered for her roles as the First Lady on the West Wing and Rizzo in the 1978 film version of Grease?
5: I'm drawing a blank. I have nothing. I have to tap out.
0: I'm just going to throw a name out there because I can picture her. I can actually see her face and I cannot get her name. So I'm just going to say Streisand.
4: And Willem tapped out. It's Stockard Channing. Stockard Channing. Tony winner, Emmy winner, all around lovely person. Number four, let's go to science. Uh, what is the first name of the Austrian mathematician and physicist for whom the Doppler effect is named?
0: I'm locked in with a guess.
5: I'm just running through some uh, German names in my head, but <laughs> Doppler. Alright, I'll 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 say Hans
4: and Paul. Uh, Henrik. It's Christian, Christian oh. Doppler, Sad he said it's his Christian name.
0: Tricky, tricky. <laughs> he,
4: he, 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 on the second time through, I did not intentionally mean to do that, so I'm
1: glad. That... You, you uh, hit it well, though. Even though no one can see this at home, but you hit it well.
4: I, I'm a master of disguise. <laughs> um, okay, let's go to question number five. Frames hang empty in the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum, because after a major heist there, Gardner's will expressly stated things were to remain untouched no matter what. In which major US city would you find this art museum? Boston.
5: That's what I said as well, Boston.
4: It is Boston, that is correct.
0: I just thought of the movie The Town, and I know it wasn't an art heist. I was like, what's a a city famous (laughs) for people robbing things?
5: Well, there you go. I watched a, I, I'm not sure, I think it was a Netflix series about a, a heist in the Boston Museum. I'm not sure if that's, if, if it's the same.
4: I think it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, Paul, I think what, that's the one.
1: Paul, what did you think of Pete Postlewaite's uh, version of an Irish gangster in the town?
0: He was good. He, I think it was a, a good role for him, you know? Yeah.
1: He terrified I me. Like so.
0: I like Pete Postlewaite. Yep. Yeah.
4: He's one of the very best. He should have won. He should have beat Tommy Lee Jones um i'll die on that hill it's a dog oh i've got a a guest here it's just a baby (laughs) she's not helping Um, me i swear (laughs) (laughs) okay let's do question number six what is the medical term for the fear of water this word is a combination of greek and latin words to differentiate it from an archaic word for rabies
5: um i think about two things either Aquaphobia or hydrophobia, uh, so it's basically a toss-up, uh, I'll go with hydrophobia for no particular Am reason. Paul?
0: I think it. I might be getting it confused with a fear of deep water, but I think thalassophobia?
4: Well, thalassophobia is the fear of the sea, and Willem, you were there, but you chose the wrong one. Oh. It's, it's aquaphobia is the combo of Latin and Greek, because hydrophobia is an old-timey word for rabies. And they didn't want to I thought
0: aquaphobia was too on the nose. I was like,
4: nope, go. Ahead. You uh, good job on thalassophobia. That's it's. That's I, I, this. Uh, there's too much underneath the water. I don't like that. Um. Hey, Neil, how we doing?
1: We're doing great over here. And I will say for the record, none of us in the studio here suffer from Ted lasso because we love the show. But uh, <laughs> that was a very close answer on that final question, number six. And the scores are low, but they're very close. So it is one for Paul and two for Willem. Anybody's games?
4: It's really going to be fun when we get to the later rounds and there's a lot more easily accessible questions in each episode. Um, let's do number seven. Parabellum, a Latin word for prepare for war and a firearms cartridge designed for a Luger pistol is a word found in the title of a film in which series?
5: Uh, Is it a movie series or a TV series? Did you specify that?
4: Uh, I said film. Okay,
5: okay, okay. Uh, Well, film is one of my weak categories. So now I just have to think of a film series that features probably guns. (laughs) I'll say John Wick.
4: And Paul, John Wick. Is it John Wick? It's the third John Wick movie. Oh, Absolutely, John good pull, good Paul. Oh, thanks. You thought that one through. You know how to parse a question. <laughs> um. Hey, let's do number eight. Which best-selling album of the 1990s contained the songs "Rock This Country," "From This Moment On," and "I'm Holding On to Love to Save My Life"? I'll
5: lock in with a guess.
4: All right, Villem, you're free to talk it out. I'll
5: go with, I think it's Shania Twain, but I'm not sure about the album title, so just go sh- Shania Twain.
4: <laughs> Good old eponymous album. Exactly. And Paul,
5: <laughs> I was
0: literally going with an eponymous album as well, but I was going to say Whitney Houston. So. <laughs> uh,
4: it, it is Shania Twain, but the album is Come On Over, mm, yeah. which is the best-selling album worldwide of the entire 90s. Wow, I did not know that. But and the european dance remix of that don't impress me much is better than the country version it's also like much less heavy on like the early 90s era dance than you'd expect but question number 9 what is the word in korean for what are called korean chili peppers in the us this word also begins the name of that fermented red paste frequently used in korean cooking
0: um yeah i'm and I, I know no korean i should have uh... Should have watched um, <laughs> Squid Game without the uh, <laughs> subtitles. <laughs> um, I just, I just say bow. I
5: bow. And Willem, I lucked in with a more Middle Eastern red chili paste arisa.
4: <laughs> arisa is very good. No, this is this is gochu, G-O-C-H-U, as in gochugaru or gochujang, which is a fermented paste. Um, hey, number ten, Malcolm X. Julia Gillard, Mary Queen of Scots, Vincent van Gogh, and Winston Churchill are all noted historical figures that share what distinctive trait in common?
0: Lucky, well, but a guess.
5: Well, uh, I know Vincent van Gogh was a troubled man, but I, I can't say that really for the other persons you mentioned. <laughs> I'll wager a guess and say that they were all left-handed
4: and paul well the first thing
0: came to mind is because Vince van gogh and and queen of Scots was, was like oh redheads malcolm x is not a redhead <laughs> um so i i came to uh heterochromia
4: paul they're all redheads oh, oh. <laughs> Malcolm X what? had red hair very blatantly, but you only ever get to see black-and-white photos of him. Oh, Julia Gillard's the former Australian PM, and Winston Churchill, again, only black-and-white photos, but all red hair.
0: And a lot of photos of him late in life when he had very little hair.
4: Well, no, he, he just replaced his hair with a hat. Yeah, <laughs> I was in the yeah,
1: same wavelength were. as you, Paul. I, I silently said, uh, you know, heterochromia? Oh, maybe they're all redheads. No, they can't be with Malcolm X, but yeah, what a, what a shocker. That's great. Mm-hmm.
4: Viola Davis, redhead too um all right question 11. Cher and the kardashian family have both made noted trips over the years to which country to find their roots her father share's father john sarkisian gave her these roots
0: Ryan, did you say it was the the father's name was it john or jean uh
4: john uh traditional english j-o-h-n
0: first thing he kept ahead was something nordic but sarkisian doesn't sound nordic i'm gonna throw out england
5: i uh, first i i know the ballpark is i think it is near like the georgia armenia azerbaijan area um i know i think Lipa is from armenia so that's what i locked in with
4: Lipa is from albania oh. but the correct answer is armenia oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh
5: i've kind of lucked into that answer there for no reason
4: Five years ago, we had a big influx of Albanian uh, emigre pop stars, Dua Lipa, Bibi Rexha, Rita Ora. Max, and Rita Ora. Yeah. And they all have very short names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Armenia's correct. <laughs> okay. We're going to go to question number 12. Who founded X.com, like the letter X.com back in 1999 and merged it with Confinity the following year to create PayPal? Again, who founded X dot com back in 1999 and merged it with Confinity in 2000 to create PayPal?
5: Oh, Lockin.
4: All right, Paul. What do you think? Elon Musk. And Villem.
5: My answer as well. PayPal is that the only person I know that that is behind PayPal is
4: Elon Musk. So. Yeah, you didn't see Elon Musk is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Very well done.
1: Strong way to end this match uh, here in our Bloodsport Arena. And the scores were close, but there is a victor. Uh, Paul uh, had three questions correct, but Willem is today's victor with five questions correct. So congratulations to Willem. Uh, Thank you for joining us today. We will see you in the next round representing uh, the Netherlands in the UK and Europe sector. But uh, Paul, unfortunately... Uh, your your beautiful dog accidentally interrupted, tripped you, and you fell on a pit of spikes, uh, and your head is no longer able to be used, but you're, you're talking to us through a, a computer mechanism from the medical devices that you sell from time to time across Ireland. So um, how does it feel uh, to have us let you go from Bloodsport, but uh, we also appreciate you being here? Um yeah look thanks for
0: having me on um ryan great hosting as always I, I love Bloodsport. i think it's a it's it's a great mix to throw into triviality um Willem, great game uh, some good pulls you know well thought out um it, you know it's not exactly rapid fire but it's you know kind of short um you know questions and answers but yeah good win hopefully go on now and have have a good run at the show it's a bit
5: of sweet victory but thanks.
1: Well, uh, Paul, you may not have won the battle, but you'll always have the memory of the body oil glistening on your skin. So please take that with you. And Ryan, uh, please get yourself a protein bar because we are going to return, everyone, for Game 2 in the UK and Europe sector in just a minute. Well, how about that? What a match between those two competitors. Right now, we're going to sweep up all the eyeballs and mop up all the blood so we can set the stage for the second match of the episode. But before we do that, we wanted to take a quick moment to remind you that this season of Bloodsport is brought to you by patreon.com trivialitypodcast. If you aren't able to financially support us on Patreon, there are a ton of other ways you can help support us, starting with telling a friend about our show. If you'd like to make a one-time contribution, check out our tea Public store for a shirt, a sticker, a tote bag, or more. If you want to say hello on social media, and we'll say hello back, give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter, at TrivialityPod. And if you'd like to meet a great group of like-minded listeners to talk about all things triviality, such as playtesting upcoming games and asking questions for our monthly Ask Me Anything known as The Crop Drop, join our Facebook group, The Crop, and our Discord channel today. The links are in the show notes. Now let's get back to the competition with match number two, following these brief messages. Step
4: into the world of power, loyalty. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at com. Welcome to the family.
2: VDW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. plus. Wanna learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances.
1: Okay, we are back for our UK and Europe bracket, and this is going to be game two, the winner of which will be facing Willem van Vendeloo, uh in the next round uh, from uh, from the Netherlands, our true Dutch boy, if you'd like to call him that. But uh, let's introduce our contestants today. We're super excited to uh, to bring along a friend of the show from Dumfries, Scotland, Addie Lewis. How are you, Addie?
6: Hey, you know, I'm good. Yeah, how are you?
1: Doing well. Uh, so nice to see you and the flag that's always draped across your shoulders uh, when we get a chance to hang out in person. But for those that may not know you, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
6: Uh yeah, it's been a while since I've been on. Uh, I'm Addy. Um I work for local government by day. I'm a bit of a very obsessive uh, by night. I'm in like a dozen different online quiz leagues. Um if you've ever seen a name, no better social distance in the Atlantic Ocean, that's um is was this team that I'm mostly in. Um, yeah, I just spend all my time on the internet doing trivia, mostly with Americans.
1: Well, thank you for being here. And uh, if you ever get a chance to uh, read some of Eddie's questions, uh, a brilliant uh, trivia question writer as well. So thank you, Eddie, for joining us. Um, our next uh, competitor, um, I'll let him explain it. Uh, we have Rob Becker, and uh, he signed up from Milan, Italy. So he is representing Italy uh, in this sector, the UK, Europe sector, uh, but currently is in Durham, North Carolina. How are you, Rob?
3: I'm doing fine. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's my story. Uh, I, uh, just moved back to the States not too long ago uh, after eight years in Milan. Um, I still work for an Italian company. So yeah. And, uh, get back there several times a year, hoping to get back there permanently again, as soon as I can. Um, yeah, I, I love playing trivia. Uh, don't do it as much as I should, but I've uh, tended to surround myself with people who are really good at trivia in my life and just absorbed whatever I can from, from them. So Looking forward to it.
1: That's a great strategy. Well, uh, you have some great uh, people with you today to hang out with, uh, one of which is going to be our host uh, back again to finish this sector. And that—that that is uh, Ryan. Uh, Ryan, are you ready for this?
4: I am. I'm also ready to go back to Milan. I was there two Januaries ago. I was there for a week, and it was delightful.
1: Well, uh, I, I am too. I'm jealous that uh, you, you will be going back to Italy pretty soon, but uh, let's see what happens today and then maybe, uh, d- you know, depending on how things turn out, maybe we'll have a, a meetup in Italy with all, all four of us. So,
4: oh, That would be amazing. Um, okay, folks, I just got 12 questions across various topics, just easy prelim thing, no funny uh, content or styles of questions yet. We'll start with question number one. What is the last name of the family who, in 1948, patented a new kind of water pump to help treat their son's rheumatoid arthritis? There are eight factories in Europe dedicated to making their most famous product nowadays.
3: All right, I I think I'm locked in.
4: Sure, Addy, you can talk a lot uh, if you like.
6: Dear, yeah, this is not the start I wanted. Um, I am struggling to think of it anything at all um i i think i don't i don't really don't think i have anything at all on this uh i can't think of anything relevant to say anything relevant to give his an answer okay rob
4: yeah uh
3: i i didn't get anything on the water side of it so i tried on the arthritis side of it so i'm gonna guess bayer maybe the aspirin <laughs>
4: In 1948, developing the first hydrotherapy pump was a guy named Candido Jacuzzi. Mm. It's
6: the jacuzzi. Oh.
4: <laughs> Makes sense. Of
6: course it is, yes. I have heard the story.
4: Let's move on to number two and keep it on theme. Which man drowned in his own jacuzzi in 1995 and was later eulogized by Roger Ebert as, quote, a man who took popcorn as seriously as we take the movies?
3: I
6: in. This is exactly yeah. This is exactly what I was fearing would happen. I would get on the show and I'd know absolutely nothing. Um, once again, I really can't think of anything for this. I can't think. Um, I can't even think of a popcorn brand. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna have to pass on this. Unfortunately, again, I just I just can't think of anything here. All right, Rob.
3: Sure, I'll just go with the first name I can think of in popcorn and guess
1: Orville Redenbacher.
4: It is Orville Redenbacher for one point.
1: What a crazy fact.
4: <laughs> What's funny is I didn't even, I just was like, let's write a question about him. And I saw he died in his own jacuzzi. I was like, well, that's... <laughs> I there don't goes. think he is, angry.
6: I mean, I've heard the name, but I don't think he's anywhere near as well known over here. Oh, dang. I don't know, I don't even know, like, I don't, I've never seen products with that name on it. Like, I don't know if they're in he's right here.
4: He's, he's buttery. Um, question number three. Which band that released their first album in the year two thousand contains Nicole Ritchie and Cameron Diaz's current husbands
1: Doesn't seem to be a band uh atop Addy's list here from looking at your Addy that this isn't isn't one of your favorites, it, it is looks a,
6: like it is, my, it is famously my worst subject. There's an episode of another podcast called Me Plus Music Equals Fail, which is like <laughs> for me during the episode, an episode of complete list. Um so <laughs> yeah, this is it's that the train is just steadily veering off the tracks down the club.
3: Um, I I cannot think of who I'm supposed to be thinking of. I'm just going to say Good Charlotte and go with that.
6: And Addy? I'm just going to go with some similar sort of type of body and say Fallout Boy.
4: Somebody That'd will be it. getting points. Um, they're married it. to the Madden brothers from Good Charlotte. Ah.
3: Oh, wow. Sorry for that. <laughs> that was... No, it's all
4: right. No, I didn't think that no, was don't, right. Don't apologize. We just did the Canadian <laughs> games today. You don't apologize. We, we have we had a... All night. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go to question number four. Uh, what is the term for processing animal hide to turn it into leather? Walked in
3: Okay. Um, I, I think it's tanning, so I'm going to say that.
4: Oh, and right. Addy?
6: I finally get a point. Yes, it's absolutely tanning.
4: It is tanning, Yes.
6: I've achieved my goal uh, of not getting zero. That was by Borgon <laughs> <one goal, God laughs> <wondrous. laughs>
4: Well, you've met that goal. Uh, number five. Murano. That's M-U-R-A-N-O. Murano is a series of islands in which city's lagoon. There are studios and museums there dedicated specifically to Murano Glass, which you may recall from Spider-Man No Way Home.
6: Rob well, logged in first, so I'll just say that I've think the the, the big glass making city i can think of is venice so i'm just gonna say venice
4: and rob yep venice yeah, i did not plan that this is just the one that came up <laughs> I, it's venice I, i'll
3: take it i don't mind <laughs> yeah not, actually,
6: i mean G, the james bond connection for me is the fact that the, the venice glass making factory shows up in winreaker um yeah Murano's like nice.
3: awesome like if you haven't been there Next time you go to Venice, it's
6: the other thing that Venice is known for, aside from canals and gondolas, is glass. Basically. Agreed.
4: Um, Let's do number six. Who was the leader of Hungary and Croatia for most of the second half of the 15th century? He had one of the world's most important libraries, which bore his name, until the Ottomans defeated him and took all the material to Istanbul.
6: I I really should know this because medieval history is the sort of thing I'm fairly strong one. Now, the only current, huh, the only Gadian leader I can definitively name is the current one, I think. I think he's the current one, Victor Orban, which obviously is not right. Um uh, trying to th-
4: And who we do not like.
6: Yeah, I don't know. Who is yeah, he is he absolutely one of the, one of the worst, one of the worst people going. Um I'm trying to think of the name of the think of someone being named the library I really can't, so I'm just going to name an Eastern European name and just accept that it'll be wrong and just say Sigismund.
4: Sigismund and Rob.
3: That sounds kind of good, actually. I don't know. I, I feel like somewhere in the recess of my brain there's someone named Franz Joseph, and I'm just going to say that.
4: You're thinking of Franz Joseph Liszt, the composer? No, it
3: wasn't, no, but it's I guess, an emperor. that's probably
4: where it is. It's an emperor. Um no, it's Matthias Corvinus. Corvinus, oh, okay. that's,
6: uh, that's yeah, the main yeah, yeah. name. Yeah. Corvinus, I've...
4: the raven. Yeah,
6: I really should have known that. I've played enough
3: civilization that I should have known that. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's
6: how we learn all in our leaders. World films, essentially, Corvinus is the is essentially the the progenitor of the main characters, it's implying the same one.
4: Um and Neil, how are we sitting halfway?
6: We're looking
1: good uh, halfway through the game. Uh, it's still anyone's game. It's uh, two points for Addy, four for Rob. So uh, still a lot of ground to cover with the, uh, the final questions here.
4: Yes, it is. Um, question number seven. The oldest continuously running university in the Americas is the National University of San Marcos, located in which capital city that was originally founded under the name Ciudad de los Reyes?
6: I'm between a couple here. I mean, obviously, it's not going to be Brasilia, because obviously that was a new city founded in the late 20th century. I feel like it's probably, obviously, City of of the Kings, it's going to be I'm between Lima and Buenos Aires. I'm going to guess Buenos Aires.
3: That's
4: my
6: guess, too. Addy.
4: You gotta stop doing this to yourself. It's Lima.
6: Oh, it's Lima. Darn it. Oh, no. Oh, I had to. Yeah, I was between the two, but I didn't have anything to.
4: Go back. Well, we've still got several questions left. No, um, let's go to question number eight. 1971's Walkabout, 1992's Romper Stomper, and 2005's Rabbit Proof Fence are all regarded as some of the greatest movies ever made. In which country? Walked in.
3: So, I I really don't know. I have no idea, and I'm gonna make my guess based on uh, <laughs> uh, presumptions and prejudices that might not be appreciated. And I'm gonna just say Australia and go and leave it at that.
4: And Addie,
6: it's absolutely Australia, and the reason that I'm you from knowing that it's uh the fruit Redbent is Australian is the fact that Walkabout is also the, the name between of, of Australian themed restaurants um in the UK which is why and they sell things like kangaroo burgers and things like that so it is absolutely
4: australia yes
6: of of restaurants most major cities here will have a a walkabout in them did not know that
4: i did learn in italy there's a chain called old wild west which is just the most stereotypical american place
3: it's i i I gotta say i don't think we ever ate there but the menu was so offensive that we just like wouldn't eat there so it's kind um, of funny
1: well and I'm yeah. sure there was a spittoon at every table so you could spit out your food or your your, <laughs> your chew.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's um it's very There's something
3: called Buffalo Grill in France too, which looks sort of like a mix between like a chili's and a Friday's. Uh, but we also didn't try it in there. So
4: what's more American than not deciding on something for your menu and having eighteen different cuisines on it? Um let's go to question nine. The hit 2011 meme Nyan Cat was a cat with what food item for a body? This cat also expelled rainbows as it flew.
6: I'm gonna tentatively lock in.
4: <laughs> Tentative lock in. Um.
3: Okay. I I literally have no idea. I have no idea what this is talking about. I think I'm too old these days for things like this. But um, I I can't even start to think what it would be based on the and. Y-A-N, so I'm just going to guess what maybe could be cat-shaped, and I'm just going to say a hot dog. <laughs> well,
6: the, well, the reason why it's cat- white nyan is because it's Japanese. It's, just, it's, the biggest, okay. it's just Japanese word. And I can picture it, sparkly blue background with sort of sparkles on it, resembling stars. Squeaky-voiced cat uh, traveling across the screen with rainbows coming out of rear. Uh, unfortunately the one bit that's a cat picture is the actual cat's body itself <laughs> um, so I'm guessing donut
4: very close it's a pop tart
6: ah, oh. it's a frosted pop tart square rectangle I knew that C didn't quite make sense but yeah
4: um, let's go to question number 10 on something Addy's going to lock into about 8 words in what is the name of the code by which all samurai subscribed in feudal Japan oh, Lord, <laughs> it is sometimes compared and contrasted with European ideals of chivalry?
3: Yeah, I should know this. At some point, I've definitely heard this. All right, I'm just going to say something that I've heard before, and I think in this context, but maybe it's wrong,
6: and say Bushido?
4: And Eddie, a... Well,
6: factually this question is completely incorrect, I have to say. I don't know if Ryan if you're actually aware of this, but <laughs> Bushido is not a real thing. Didn't actually exist. Samurai didn't adhere to it. It is a 19th century invention. I could rant about this for so long. but basically,
4: I would be interested in that because uh, that's cool.
6: Yeah, I wasn't sure if you are genuinely aware of it. So basically, Bushido, the short version is that Bushido was basically a 19th century reinvention from, to- from around the Meiji Restoration, which is basically when the, the samurai evolved into a sort, of agricult- a sort of aristocratic class, and then the masses rose up in the Industrial Revolution and reasserted imperial authority. The samurai knew they were becoming irrelevant, and so basically rewrote their own history to make themselves seem still relevant and retroactively change a lot of stuff. And the idea that they were these noble warriors inspired by God who had this divine right to rule was part of that. And so that's where the Bushido Code actually... Um, actually came from, but Bushido is still the answer to the question. Oh, I need to give. Yeah, you no, that's freedom.
4: fascinating. I did not know that at all. You're you're both correct. You get your points, but I had I'm no sure idea. i want to so talk cool. about this
6: in the future because it's a it's a fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a tendency sometimes to go on angry runs when I see Bushido
4: questions. Uh, <laughs> Talk to the folks over at misinformation. Do an episode on that. You'd crush. I,
6: I have done an episode of misinformation on the three founding unif- on the three unifiers of Japan, the essentially Japan from fifteen sixty to sixteen hundred. So <laughs> check that out.
4: Okay, that's pretty incredible though. I did mine on figure skating. <laughs> um. Oh, let's go to number eleven. If you remove the penultimate letter from the name of the capital city of St. Vincent and the Grenadines you now have the capital city of which country that's not too far from
6: there? Oh, I I know my capital cities generally but the Caribbean is a bit of a blind spot. Um, I could spend so long trying to think out with this. We're looking for the name of the second country. Yes. I'm going to guess Jamaica and hope it's Kingstown and Kingston because that's the best I have
3: and prop that's what i think it is so i think the
4: answer is jamaica as well it's exactly that kingstown and kingston
6: none of the others really like made sense for having a second letter you could randomly take out there a lot of them are like are like names yeah. or I, named after saints or kings or exactly or, or things I, like that i oh. knew for
3: sure there was a kingstown but i didn't know that it was saint vincent and the grenadines so like, i figured yeah, it was they, a all good, en- good enough Tilly guess to run together yeah
6: like, like, like um, when Lucia is castries, for example, you couldn't just take the E out of there and <laughs> you know, this like, isn't, yeah, so. Um,
4: okay, let's do number 12. What is the term given to the increase of radiation when it travels? This name is specifically in reference to its adventure along the spectrum of visible light, theoretically.
6: Um... Yeah, I tend to pass sciency type stuff to someone else in the team. Usually, Rowan. Uh, to be fair, Rowan really tends to, to cover the science angle for our team's questions. Uh, you and me
1: both, Eddie. That's what Jeff's here for. Yeah,
6: um, <laughs> I need, can't think of this one, unfortunately. And it's not going to make a difference to score anyway at this point. So, yeah, I'm just, I, I'm just, I'm just going to just going to pass on this one. Unfortunately, I just don't know this one.
3: I, I don't know either. Uh, I, I just was like, what could it be? Maybe. And so I just said shading and that's it. But I don't know.
4: Well, since it's moving more intensely wavelength wise along the spectrum of visible light, this is called redshift. Oh, OK. Uh, redshift.
6: I've heard of that.
1: That's going to do it for us. Uh, here with this second game of the UK-Europe branch. Uh, Two points is all that separated uh, both competitors for most of the game. Uh, It was really back and forth. A uh, few missed opportunities, uh, 50/50 coin flips here and there, uh, but unfortunately, uh, Addy attempted to do Jean-Claude Van Damme's uh, famous and iconic splits. But when he did, uh, he accidentally uh, did the splits on an uneven uh, area of ground and slid all the way down into a pit full of alligators, uh, and will lose today's match. Uh, but uh, Addy, we appreciate you uh, performing valiantly uh, today and being part of the competition.
6: No, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, great to be on. I. Got. I've scored enough points. I'm happy enough with that. Obviously, not enough to regress, but enough that I didn't embarrass myself. Congratulations. Robbie played very, very well. Um, And wish is the best luck in the competition. It'd be great to, to have lost to uh, to the finalist or the winner. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, mean, that, I, I think
1: that would that would be great. And uh, Eddie, uh, any anything you'd like to plug or anything before we let you go today?
6: Um... Not specifically, really. I can I can ring uh, I probably should have thought about this before it came on, but uh, just be excellent to each other. There's still not enough niceness in the world. Be nice to, to people who be nice to creative people. Be nice to people who do who write, who screenwriters. Uh, you know, full support for the screenwriters who are on stri- strike there and when they're on strike for a very good reason. Uh, because they are low level creative people who do excellent work who write the screenplays for the products that we enjoy. You yourself, obviously. You, uh, you know that that world um, su- support support the, the creative people in your life because we can't get the creative products we enjoy without the people who actually do the writing for them.
1: Well, a beautiful <laughs> message, Eddie. Thank you for saying that, uh, and uh, we we totally agree over here. And Rob, we will see you in the next round. You're going to be uh, performing or or uh, competing against Willem van Vendelu uh, from the Netherlands. Brilliant. So it's going to be an Italy slash U.S. versus Netherlands uh, battle to see who will represent the U.K. Europe in. That's the, the dream. That's the dream. Yeah. So we'll we'll see yeah. what happens and uh, make sure you get all oiled up, uh, Rob, uh, for that <laughs> next next match. I uh, wouldn't want that, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Ryan, um, you do have a little bit of a, a rest here until next week's episodes, uh, which uh, we are excited for. Um, but before we go, as always, we'd love to thank our network, Airwave Media. You can go to airwavemedia.com to check out a bunch of the other great shows that they produce like Earn and Invest, The Projection Booth, and The Unbiased Science Podcast. See everyone next week on another episode of Bloodsport.